Welcome to Planting the Seeds on this Monday morning. My name is Asanda Matzaunyane. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're talking today about the Vumelana Advisory Fund, talking about land reform in particular, and we speak to the CEO of the fund, Mr. Peter Sido. First of all, thank you for making time to talk to us here on Planting the Seeds uh, here on SAFM, uh, Peter. First, I'd like to ask, can you tell us about the Vumelana Advisory Fund? How did this come about? Vumelana Advisory Fund is a non-profit organization that helps communities or beneficiaries of land reform to develop their land. We do this through funding advisory services to structure commercially viable partnerships between beneficiaries, communities on the one hand, and investors so that uh, jobs can be created and, 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 and also income as well as skills development. We work through skilled advisory teams who are assembled the project and would include from your legal deal structuring and community facilitation. Fumelala has been around since uh, 2012. How we came about is uh, we are an offshoot of the former business trust. Business trust was really a collaboration between government and the private sector. In a way, it was one way through which the private sector was trying to support government programs. You know. So through this, Fumelana was actually formed. Mm-hmm. So if you like, our work is complementary to what government is doing in developing rural communities and ensuring productive use of land, of restored land. Hmm. The, fu- the fund also aims to improve good governance practices in order to create more commercially viable communal property institutions, CPIs. Take us through the role and the purpose of uh, the CPIs and how do they work? We have what we call communal property associations. Communal mm-hmm. property institutions include communal property associations as well as trust. Mm-hmm. You know. As part of the land reform, when the land is restored, it's restored in the, in the form of, or rather, communal property associations and trusts are vehicles through which land is actually owned by respective communities. So that has been uh, the, the, the situation in the country. So we've got a number of CPA, which are communal property associations and trusts, across the country who actually own various pieces of land out there. Mm-hmm. Now, South Africa obviously is facing a dilemma in the sense that the process of land reform has proceeded too slowly to satisfy the post-liberation expectation. Mm-hmm. Much of the land that was transferred to communities has become economically active. I mean, we've had situations where really productive assets which were bought by government became obsolete, workers lost their jobs, and the local economy got affected. And this has in itself led to instability and resentment among the beneficiaries. If you look into what could be the cause of this, there are a number of reasons why uh, some of these projects, why we've had these failures. It ranges from capacity among the CPIs to develop their land to lack of resources, both financial and human resource. Mm. Three, good governance. Good governance among the CPAs 
is a key ingredient in successful land reform projects. One of the biggest challenges that we've identified with the beneficiaries of land reform, and uh, probably possibly the biggest contributor to the high failure rate of land reform projects, is the low levels of compliance with the really the very, very basic requirements of mm. good governance by the CPAs. Let's talk about that good governance. What are we talking about when we say good governance structures that need to be adopted? Yeah, we, we, when we are to, the basic good governance requirements for communal property institutions is the CPIs must be properly constituted, they must have an approved constitution, and they need to have approved policies and procedures so that whatever that they do is in line with approved policies and procedures. Secondly, they must have sound financial administration and particularly produce audited financial statements on an annual basis. We know for a fact that a lot of times the reason why there are infightings and you know, mistrust among the communities is the fact that communities, rightly or wrongly, there are perceptions out there that those who are in leadership positions are actually embezzling the funds. The third thing that is important is the CPI must effectively administer its assets and other resources. It must maintain effective what I would call social cohesion amongst its members by, for example, consistently reporting on the developments and progress through AGMs, annual general meetings, and other means. Talking there to the CEO of the Vumalana Advisory Fund, and we're speaking particularly about land reform and how they assist in that. We will continue this conversation with Peter Sido tomorrow, and we talk about the Vumelana Governance Awards, which are a product of the Vumelana Advisory Fund. From me, Asanda Matsaunyane, and the Planting the Seeds team, it's goodbye for now, and thank you once again for listening.